Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online, find your tribe and grow a business doing the work you love on your terms. As a blogger, presenter and marketing mentor, I understand the ups and downs that come with putting ourselves out there and running our own show. This podcast is here to take you behind the scenes and share the strategies to help you succeed. So let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show, and I'm really excited for you to hear from today's guest. Naomi Irvin is the owner-operator of In Your Element, which is a group fitness, personal training, and wellness coaching business based in my hometown of Ballarat, Victoria. Naomi was one of the founding members of my online marketing program, The Modern Marketing Collective, and she also was one of the first attendees at my business retreat, which was held in 2019. Now, in the past financial years reporting, Naomi shared with me that she had a 35% increase in her income from her personal training. She implemented strategies to improve the ease and profitability of her business, while importantly, creating more time for herself, her other projects and her family. So I can't wait for you to hear how she went about doing this in this episode. So Naomi has a philosophy that total fitness is physical, social, emotional, and mental. And she aims to create a non-competitive environment where women of all different fitness levels can come together and exercise for the physiological benefits, the chance to connect with other people and improve mental clarity and positive thinking, along with building confidence. So go and connect with Naomi at B underscore in your element on Instagram and at beinyourelement.com.au. And also, if you're interested in coming to my next retreat, make sure that you put your name down for the wait list, which is at emilyosmond.com forward slash retreat. And I'm actually hosting one in Trentham, Victoria from the 2nd to 4th of October. So I cannot wait for that. But now, Let's bring the wonderful Naomi onto the show. Naomi, so great to catch up with you today. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So I'm Naomi. I'm um, based in Ballarat, Emily's old hometown, and I've got a personal training and fitness business called In Your Element, which has been going now for about four and a half years. And I mainly focus on mums with sort of young or school-aged children. And I guess I really try to kind of create a really non-competitive and comfortable environment for people to just come and work out in. I hope you don't mind if I mention how I first met you. Sure, which go for was it. Back when I was, I think, in my later years, it was either maybe like year 11, year 12, and then in my gap year coming to the YMCA and you're one of the instructors who I absolutely loved because you're always so positive and smiley and encouraging <laughs> and then we've crossed paths since then um, a few times and now have the have the pleasure of working together more so um, it's it's awesome and it's cool to see how you've evolved in your business too. Yeah those days of me teaching spin are so funny because yes. I, I used to be called the smiling assassin because I've sort of got oh, this little you know happy <laughs> face and then people would be like oh she's so mean <laughs> how does she do that when she looks so you know 
<laughs> so innocent. So where did your business start? When you were teaching gym classes, did you have your own business on the side? Like I don't really know either. So tell us about the early days. I've been in the fitness industry now for like nearly 20 years, which makes me sound really old. <laughs> At that stage, like when you were coming along, that was kind of a side I was working in um, sales and customer service at that stage. So it was sort of like a weekend job. And then after I had my kids, I was still sort of doing it just a class here and there where I could. And then when my kids went off to school, I thought I really wanted to create, like I said, a place for mums that they could come along. I guess the catalyst for me starting my business was when I had my son, I had postnatal depression. And a lot of that was probably tied up to, I don't know, it's chicken or egg, you know, as you would have known. I was fairly active before I had kids and I I felt really trapped and couldn't kind of get out and exercise as much once I had kids so I sort of um, yeah that kind of was part of my struggle so that was probably the catalyst for in your element that I wanted somewhere where people could come and bring their kids and it didn't matter how much they exercised it was just so that they could do it yeah fairly comfortably. That's such a powerful um, way to start too kind of seeing that own need I think it's where almost like the best businesses start because you're your ideal customer as well. Yeah, that's it. You know, obviously my kids are a bit more grown up now. They're 10 and 12, but I still have mums that come along and they might have kids like my son was very clingy. And so I'm really, you know, I can really understand how that feels and I and I take my hat off to them because you know they're able to just kind of just go with the flow and if it means that they just do you know a few squats holding a kid then that's better than not doing any at all so and I guess um in your business too it sounds like as much about the exercise as it is the community definitely yeah the community and I mean I focus I'm sure we'll get into this because it's a big part of my business but I don't focus on so much the physical benefits of exercise obviously that's huge but it's all about that social health and that mental health yeah so that's probably got more of a focus than it does about weight loss or yeah so that that's kind of a big thing for me absolutely so talk us through like getting the business started and what the first few weeks and months looked like because I know it's changed you know it's evolved it's really funny because I didn't ever have a business plan I think I started with a logo that a good friend had done for me, a couple of blackboards that I had my workouts written out on. I'd hired a local indoor soccer facility, you know, to use their space to run the fitness classes. I'd done a little bit of advertising on Facebook. So I I learned how to use Canva and Facebook pages pretty quickly. And then it was just hope for the best (laughs) and I remember my first day that I'd sort of said right this is the day we're going to start I'd kind of generated and I was like I think the class started at 9.15 or something and 10 past nine and there was no one and I'm thinking oh god you know this is you know not going to work and then for all of a sudden like I think about 13 people walked in the door and I was like wow (laughs) it's all evolved quite organically and naturally yeah without too much planning which could be a downfall or it could be a positive I don't know (laughs) and I think that's something we can get to shortly too in terms of how your own thoughts of the business have changed in more recent times over the past few years because you've been in business five and a half about that Uh, four and a half four and a half yeah what have been some of the challenges over that time in terms of running the business yeah look I mean, thankfully, I've had no major challenges or setbacks, really. That soccer facility that I talked about hiring, I had to move from there. So that was probably a bit of a 
wasn't really a challenge in the end, but it was a bit of a, oh God, is this going to work? And then in the end, it actually worked out for the best. So I think probably just the challenges, and I think anyone who works on their own would understand this, that taking holidays or time out is a real tough one. I think especially to in exercise, because people are either really keen with their fitness and if you go away for a couple of weeks, they will find somewhere else. So that's a risk. Or people are not so keen and if you force them into a break for two weeks, I have to work really hard to convince them to come back. I think that's an ongoing challenge is that I I was talking to my husband. I don't think I've had a sick day in that four and a half years because it's just like I've just got to be there because I don't want to let people down and don't want them to miss out on their time. So, yeah, I think one of the holidays I took, actually, that was a big challenge. I took a two-week holiday. We did go overseas, the family, and because I didn't want them to miss out on their regular exercise, I videoed a few workouts for them. But I was just doing that on Facebook or somewhere. I can't even remember. And to upload these videos, like, looks. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) So I was like, right, if I'm going to do videos, I need to work out a better way of doing it. I think that would work too in terms of when you need, because you need to have a break too. So taking time off and then you can pre-schedule some workouts or look for a replacement temporarily for a couple of weeks or or something like that. I think you can make it work. And as well, you don't want to let your community down and you want to give them consistency. So figuring out how to do that. So tell us what the business looks like now. We mentioned before in terms of your own approach and how you kind of work as well in terms of that you're not focused on let's do some challenges and see how much weight you can lose, but it's more about let's actually use this exercise for the physical, but also the social and mental benefits too. And I know that that's helped create a really tight community for you and your business as well. So what does it look like, the inner workings of your business? So I've got about, I think, eight personal training one-on-one clients now, which is um, which is really great. And they're not, even though my business is targeted towards mums with young kids, a lot of my PT clients don't fit into that category but the nice thing is that when they come to me I say well you know how did you find me and what made you choose me and it is often because on my website it's very clear that I don't do fitness testing and I don't do you know measurements and we don't do weight loss so that's kind of a big draw card I think for my personal training clients so I've got yeah I've got about eight PT clients at the moment and then I run five different group sessions through the week and they vary I've got some early morning ones and then some mid-morning ones and then I've got some what I call DIY fitness which I'm shooting to after this where I go to people's houses and you know they might not um, be able to get out of their house or they might work funny shifts whatever so I, I go look at their house and sort of look at space they've got equipment they've got and write up a program for them to do at home and then I've got the wellness coaching which is sort of more looking I guess at the psychological side of health and wellness and the ultimate aim with that is to get people what we call sort of into a state of self-efficacy where they can manage their health and wellness on their own without kind of needing that accountability to someone else, I guess. And how have those kind of evolved over the past few years? Because I imagine you didn't, did you start with all of those offerings or have you kind of noticed, right, this is a real need that I'm seeing? No, I started just with the 9.30 or 9 o'clock time slot that sort of I think I called it school drop-off workouts or something like that you know that moved a little bit like at one stage I 
turned one of those classes into a stretch session and people really liked that. Yeah, so those the style of those classes has changed a little bit. My early mornings started, I call them the sunrise session or sunrise crew. They started because I think in September, people coming out of winter saying, oh, I haven't yeah. done anything <laughs> for so many years. And so that was really just going to be a one-off. Like I was just, I just said, let's, let's just bust out six weeks of early mornings yeah. just to get us back in. And I had a really good response to that. So then I thought, oh, let's do these sunrise sessions indefinitely and they kind of got yeah longer and more people turning up and then as I said the the nine o'clock one has changed location so that brought a whole lot of new people in as well. Now Naomi you came on our retreat back in October 2019 I'd love to discuss how things changed after the retreat for you and in terms of I guess as well the approach and kind of like the mindset to your business and then what that looked like when you came out of it too? Well, if I go back and why I decided to go on the retreat, I think, you know, obviously you and I have had a great connection and I really like the stuff that you bring out, especially for sole operated businesses or really small women operated businesses. And I knew that I was kind of at a fork in the road with my business in terms of, oh, this could just stay the same or I could look at how else it could change. So that was probably what made me think, oh, let's just go and see what happens. And at the retreat, everyone was so lovely and it was a really nice environment. But there were points in it where I was really challenged. And I must admit there was a personality or two in there who it kind of asked me really tough questions and I felt my guard go up and I'm sure as any owner operators do you feel a bit defensive about your business and no no no, I don't want to change that that's the way it works but funnily enough I've since I finished the retreat and those one or two people that challenged me I think oh now what would they tell me to do here or how would I you, you know what I mean so it's a nice to have that different perspective from people who think very differently to how I think going back to what you probably asked I guess I went in my business I probably was treating as a bit of I went came home and said to my husband Jason I said I've been treating this business like a pocket money business you know like I just it's just sort of loose change and I said but it's actually a legitimate business that I should work on and I can actually make this not just a hobby it's actually a legitimate business yeah that I should try to grow and and bring more income into so that was probably the biggest change and also and I mean as you know I moved from this very kind of casual people <laughs> you know people pay cash and they or they just fix me up at some point along the road or they direct deposit and I don't really know <laughs> <laughs> to making an online booking system an online payment system which has probably been the biggest change that in your element has had since it started you put your prices up too didn't you I did put my prices up too, yeah. So I had never, you know, in my four years or four and a bit years in that at that time had never changed my prices and decided to put my prices up. You know, I came back from the retreat. That money personality process that you ran us through was so intriguing to me and it was really you know, it really did highlight that to me money is not my driver and I'm still okay with that, but time is. So I'm really quite protective of my time and time is somewhere where I feel like I've been lacking. And so putting my prices up was not because I want more money. It was because I want my time to be valued. You know, I didn't really have a cancellation policy either. If people just cancelled, I'd be like, oh, that's okay. You know, we'll just, you know, don't worry about paying. And so now I'm a lot more strict with that because I'm like, well, hang on, that's time that I've blocked out for you and it's time that 
I could have been spent doing something else. So I still need some sort of reimbursement for that. And what did you find after you put your prices up and you added the online booking system? Well, one, I have not had one single complaint about the price increase, which is <laughs> nice. And I don't think anyone's left because of it. So that's good. Um, I think they're all kind of like, well, yeah. <laughs> about time. <laughs> yeah, about, about, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and the online booking system is amazing. It's so handy for me to be able to manage, particularly the groups, because I was turning up to groups not knowing if I was going to have half a dozen or a dozen, you know, so I can kind of plan how many people are going to be there and that makes it a lot easier to structure the class. It shows me a picture of the income coming in. So it does actually say this isn't just pocket money. I'm actually running a business. I'd be curious to hear, Naomi, in terms of what stopped you doing that before? Because there was probably like a little bit of resistance. Do you know what you were resisting or telling yourself or not letting yourself believe about your business? It's really tricky and I think most of your listeners would understand when you actually love what you do, it doesn't feel like a job. But when you don't think of it as a job, then you don't sort of think of it as a money business kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yes. And also because I've always said that it's a very casual environment and I know for mums because they're my target market, shit can hit the fan at the last minute <laughs> and so they they can't come to that class that they really had the best intentions to so I was I didn't want to have them booking in and, and feeling pressured to do that but even though I've got the online booking system now they're still fairly flexible in terms of the cancellation you know I've made it that you can cancel up to an hour which I think is reasonable you kind of know very reasonable. you know from 7 30 in the morning whether it's going to be a bad morning or not so yeah I've made it quite reasonable in terms of the cancellation for the groups the the PT is a little bit longer because they invest a bit more time I think the resistance was I wanted to keep it casual and I thought that an online yeah. booking and payment system would take that away but I think it's probably done the opposite it's made people a little bit more accountable a little bit more determined to make something that they originally thought was going to be important totally and it is it's almost being nicer to them you're saying you know like give yourself a bit of accountability put your name down and and make sure you come and I do often say to people like exercise should be something or not even exercise you know anything that's for your health should be scheduled out in your diary the same way a dentist appointment should be or a hairdresser appointment you know not many people ever cancel their hairdresser appointment so that should be the same thing block it out in your diary and it's a bit of a non-negotiable and you mentioned to me that since you put the prices up you're having like even bigger turnouts yeah I think that's because my onboarding system is so different now let's touch on that yeah because we we went through customer experience at the retreat yeah we did yeah so that was a really big highlight for me looking at my onboarding process for customers because I was sort of like oh yeah you know when people contact me there's often maybe Oh, half a dozen messages on Facebook backwards and forwards or on my email depending on where they come from and it's sort of like oh but how much is this and where's this and you know there's often a little bit of misunderstanding about what I offered and so now it's like here you go book in here and I think it's made it a lot easier for people to just go oh yeah cool I can turn up to that. And I think on like the hobby versus the business this is kind of what I've realized it is is that if it is a hobby, that's fine and keep it a hobby, but then you need to find something else to create that revenue if it's going to be a hobby versus if it's a business that should be generating you good revenue. And I don't think you can have both. You're so not alone. Like, And, and that's a, a way a lot of people kind of think because I guess when we say it's not a real business, then it lets us off the hook doing some of this stuff, like thinking about, okay, well, 
are these prices enough or taking more seriously like how people book and cancellations and and customer experience and that type of thing and you correct me if I'm wrong but by actually saying you know what like let's take this a little bit more seriously it's only made it better for you but also for your customers as well. Yes absolutely and I think you're right like that term you just said that oh it's not a real business because I'm not traditionally nine to five you know like we've still got that mentality that work needs to be nine to five and so that's where I've often said exactly that that oh it's not a real business because I sort of just do a few hours in the morning then I do a few hours at night and you know if you but then when I step back and look at how much time I put into it and also like hey I can run a real business and not be nine to five so living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty awesome, Naomi. Now, I'd love to hear what's next for you. What are you working on? Thanks to the work that I'm doing with you in the um, collective, I'm sort of looking, you know, into the future of maybe doing an online program that I can reach more people without too much more investment of my time. Because, um, you know, I think like I'm sure most of people in the collective or your listeners are, you're kind of completely stretched when you're working on your own. So, I, but I do want to reach more people and um, yeah, without sort of, I can't get out to every single person. <laughs> so, so doing an online thing will um, is on the cards and also my not-for-profit program that I started up. It's been about two years in the making and it's only just starting to launch now. So that was probably a big thing that also came out of the retreat that that kept popping up and I thought this is really what I want time for is to get this up and running. So some of that time I've created for myself by the booking system because that's the other great thing is I block out time and people just can't book in then (laughs) is I'll work on the not-for-profit organizations. So that's called Healthy From Here. And it virtually is, I guess, the baby sister to In Your Element, even though they're disconnected, but it's looking at the preteen age group. So that kind of nine to 12 year old girls, you know, they're going into their teenage years and they might be starting to feel a little bit self-conscious about their body. They might be kind of getting messages that they have to exercise or they have to eat this way. And I guess taking from what I believe in my own business into that age group, I want young girls to have a really positive relationship with food and with exercise and with themselves so that it's not guilt driven it's actually I feel really good when I go for a walk each morning or I feel really great when I go out and have a hit of tennis with mum or whatever or I have so much more energy when I eat well you know it's all a positive approach rather than what I still think unfortunately happens through, you know, social media or even through um, parenting styles because that's how we were brought up, that you can't eat this and, you, sh- you know, you shouldn't do this and you've got to exercise more. I really want it to be a positive approach to health. So Healthy From Here will be for that age group, preteens. Firstly, at the moment, we're information sharing. We're building up the trust with our audience, you know, getting our reputation out there. Um, I've got, you know, dietitians and psychologists on board so that we get all angles of that health that I've talked about. And then eventually we want to run workshops and retreats and an online program for that, that people can, yeah, move through and, and learn. And that will be for both mothers and daughters or parents and caregivers and daughters so that everyone kind of gets that whole kind of approach to overall health and well-being. It's so important and it's incredible what you're creating so I'm so so excited. Last question from me looking back now in you know four and a half years what would be something that you would you wish you'd known at the start or looking back what would you have told yourself? I think I would just tell myself this is a business just because you enjoy it does not mean 
that you haven't got a right to make money out of it. You know, this is a job. Uh, I think I've only actually just started saying, I've got to go to work. You know, I used to say, I've got a class or I've got a client or I've got someone coming around. And now it's like, I've got to go to work. I've got work on or I'm working. So that would be my big thing that just because I enjoy it doesn't mean it's not legitimate, doesn't mean it can't make money, doesn't mean it's not a job, a real job. (laughs) Massive learning to have. And I think something that a lot of other people can resonate with too. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for for catching up with me, Naomi. I always love chatting with you. So thank you so much. Now tell us where we can find you. So I'm on Instagram, which is the underscore in your element. I'm also on Facebook, which is in your element fitness. And I've got a website, beinyourelement.com.au. And if anyone, I'll just give that little plug to Healthy From Here as well. So Healthy From Here is just launched into the social media world. And that's um, Healthy From Here on Instagram and on Facebook. And there's a WordPress site for Healthy From Here as well. So Awesome. Thanks so much, Naomi. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.